Hello and welcome to a podcast yet to be named. Today we will be having another amazing conversation with talented, kind and inspiring people. So grab your favorite drink, sit down and kick up your feet. This is a podcast yet to be named. Like that sounds so cool. <laughs> welcome everybody to another podcast yet to be named. Today we are going to be diving into some of the most wholesome content you've ever heard. Stuff that you may uh, you know tell your children about. It is horror stuff on the internet. Yes, that is what you want to share with your children is horror stories from the internet. Um, so I'm, I'm joking, please do not share this with your children because your children will be scarred. We don't want to do that. Um, today we are joined by, of course, the absolute glorious and beautiful Star. Star, how you doing? Good afternoon. I am doing good. It is it's morning. Good afternoon. Okay, we're also going to be joined by... <laughs> The wonderful and delightful Lily. And Lily's Lily's gonna Lily's gonna be taking on a whole new role today. We'll get to that in a minute. But Lily, how are you? Um here. Yes. That's the excitement I want in this because we are all a little scared. This is horror stuff. Remember, tell your kids to plug their ears right now. Also, we have a special guest, a guest that nobody has heard before on this podcast. So this is this is a this is the first time exclusive. If you're hearing this, it's like getting the, the first Cheerio out of a box. I don't know what that means, but it's getting the first edition, the, the limited edition uh, uh, Batman pop. Okay, that means something to me, maybe not you. But we have the one and only Mitzi on here. Mitz, how are you today? Hello, Patch. Hello, <laughs> Lily. Amanda, uh, it's, it's amazing. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm super excited about the idea of this podcast and that it's coming with it i i relate a lot with your cheerios and batman <laughs> and all the stuff it's like having a new uh cheesecake huge cheesecake coming there to your go. house there peeling we go up, peeling up the cellophane and be able because it's your own cheesecake and be able to just dip your finger into cheesecake and say <laughs> oh my god this is so delicious that so experience the, of a first time, that's what I'm having it. And ladies, then look at the, and at the and say, this is, oh, you nasty girl. The, the, you ladies and gentlemen, please man. please feel free to dip your fingers into this podcast. All right, so uh, today we're going to be talking about internet horror. And, and you may ask yourself, what is internet horror? Well, I mean, Google it. But also, we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you what internet horror is. And you might think, you know, oh, it's a slasher film. No, no, it's not. There's so much more disturbing things on the internet that you might not know about. And this may this may mess with your head a little bit. But, you know, who doesn't love their heads messed with? Just just a tiny little bit. Um, but the, the person that I really, 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 really want to pass this off to, because, see, I myself am not a huge internet horror person, mostly because, and, and this is the technical term. I looked it up scientifically. I am a chicken shit. Okay, so that's the technical scientific term for me. Um, but I do know that there's many people that love this internet horror. And one of them, one of them that has talked to me about this and scared the pants off me by sending me videos that I almost cried myself to sleep watching was Lily. So <laughs> Lily, um, what I, I just want to ask this and then you can just take off with it. What got you into internet horror in the first place? 
I've always been curious about that. I don't think I've ever asked you. Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I grew up with the internet basically. Like, as far back as I can remember, we had a computer in our house and we had internet access. Um, and I don't know. I've, I've just always been like a fan of like the creepy stuff. Okay. So, like, growing up in the early 2000s with internet, like, um, reading creepypastas, finding creepy images on the internet, like, it just kind of was my thing. Um, and then over probably the past 10 years or so, um, the genre itself has, like, really blown up with things like the SCP Foundation and some of the stuff we'll be talking about in this specific podcast mm-hmm. um kind of to the point where like what we're going to be talking about is just going to be the tip of the iceberg really like that, that's scary in so itself. much more that we can talk about on this subject. <laughs> that's scary in itself now i just just to clarify because there are probably a bunch of people out there that are like me they're like oh horror stuff so like freddy krueger and and jason and and that sort of thing but you're not really talking about like slasher film chainsaw massacre kind of horror stuff are you no no and a lot of this is is not even um like people dying or people being murdered or anything like that um a lot of this is just really just messes with your mind um messes with your perception of what reality should be um, see that okay that that is true horror stuff right there because the other stuff you can you know yeah well i know freddy krueger's not real the stuff that you've shared with me that's that's messed is messed up you guys you guys look we're gonna have links we're gonna have links in the description to some of the stuff that we're talking about um and and so you can not just take my word for the fact that it, it will mess with your brain you can have your brain mess with it as well so you you said <laughs> you said you said like psychological mess with stuff like is there a go-to like like if you were to direct somebody to the first introduction of their mind fuckery <laughs> where would you go um my my first uh, like first videos i would send you to is basically anything by wham city comedy um they are a small art project group that um often works with uh, adult swim on cartoon network and puts up these late night um almost like infomercials but they're just weird like there's something off every time about them um and they're really amazing because like not only do they produce like the video for the show um but they also produce like websites that are hidden within that video that if somebody found that website they can go to that website and then that opens up even more mysteries um yeah, it, it goes deep. Um, <laughs> also, there's like usually messages like that that are buried beneath all this creepiness that you just have to like figure out what what the actual hell is going on. Um, 
like one of my favorites um unedited footage of a bear oh my uh, gosh yeah i watched that you saw that oh it, yeah it's a it's a great video uh really really because really? i still don't know where my brain is afterwards i think something changed within me after watching that well, so okay, please so, so <laughs> tell me more you have to bury, you have to dig very deep into it but you come to realize that it's 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 a creepy metaphor for drug addiction okay um it starts out with the unedited footage of a bear which um literally it's just a bear it's just a bear yeah yeah like i was a, waiting for it to do some creepy crazy thing because this is you know horror right yeah and i was waiting for like the bear to like turn into some demon of death and eat your soul no no no. it's literally just a, a bear and the great thing is it transitions from just a footage of a bear into what seems to be a youtube ad yeah now keep in now keep in mind this originally aired on television not youtube really yeah so that would just be creepy in itself like just sitting three o'clock in the morning watching something on tv and it just switches over to a youtube ad right uh, but it's like a youtube ad for um a a uh allergy medication okay and it shows this woman she's like not having a good time with her kids out out at a uh playground because like allergies and all that shit and then she takes that the medication and all of a sudden is feeling great but one thing you don't notice is her kids aren't there anymore and then, oh my goodness i'm thinking back to the video i didn't realize that i thought it was just a weird anomaly in the video someone didn't finish you know like make the story whole but holy crap okay sorry i just realized that because i watched this video i actually watched it a few times because it disturbed me why why a few times i don't know but yeah her kids disappear okay sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but i just realized that yes no no no, no no you're good but like it then it goes further into that and then you you see the more that she uses it the more that she needs to continue using it um to where she's like digging in her glove box looking for another box um and then you can see in the back seat where her kids would normally be a bunch of empty pill bottles and stuff um, okay like the more you're explaining it stuff that i i because honestly i was waiting for some scary thing to happen because i'm new mind you i'm yeah. new when someone says internet horror i'm waiting for a jump scare or for some crazy thing so i was waiting for a crazy thing to happen and i think i missed a lot of this and now i want to go watch it again even though i'm just going to disturb myself but yeah and then um and then like the real like unsettlingness starts to set in when when the the entire color of the video turns into like a grayish color scheme um and she's passing by a house that some guy is like being held by the cops and there's some cops that are like crying on the side of the street um right yeah right and then there's 
a dead body on the ground, if you notice, the dead bodies were in the same shoes as the guy that's being detained. I didn't notice. It's the same guy. And then shortly after, her double shows up. And then they end up and then they, they end up fighting. And that's that's supposed to be um symbolizing like the struggle of like your addiction self and your normal self. Like okay. fighting. Um and then, you know, the woman gets run over by her clone. Her clone goes to her, her house, terrorizes her kids, and then um finally at the very end like the cops show up and she's still alive which kind of symbolizes like she didn't go as far down as that other guy that died or quote-unquote died and was held by the cops uh-huh she still had enough humanity left in her to be like oh i'm this is over now but it's still you know tragic because you still see all this shit that had to go on with her family and this drug addiction and it's all being told in this story that seems like it makes sense but quickly spirals out of not making sense right no okay so i what i did while you're while you're talking while i'm hearing this right i actually went and pulled up the video i didn't notice before one that the kids were gone Two, that the back seat was covered in empty boxes. Um, the thing that that got weird for me when I was first watching it is, you know, when you're 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 listening to a commercial. Because at first I thought a commercial had popped up, and then I realized it was me a video. Too. Um, but then you know when you start hearing side effects include nausea, vomiting, death, stroke, death again, death after that, cancer, and then death. Right? Like it starts fading in the background. But, but it never it's this stopped. huge, long, giant list. And it never stops. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's filmed very well. I just have to say, it is filmed very, very, very well. And um, the, the creator of, of this specific video, Alan Resnick, he's kind of like a major name in internet horror. Um, I've seen his name pop up in so many different unrelated projects that it, it's ridiculous. This is, it's, it's so intriguing. Oh, that was the thing. That was the thing. The first, the first thing that I noticed was when she saw her sweater that she was wearing in the street. Yeah. That's when she stops her car. Like she she drove by the crime scene and everything else for the insanity happening with the police and and the the guy that's going nuts and I did notice the same shoes, but then then she comes to a stop in the middle of the road because she sees the sweater or the the cardigan or whatever that is that she's wearing. There's an identical one laying in the middle of the street. It's just it's I guess it's just showing the fall of the the you know the slow decline of everything that happens of of addiction yeah yeah it's it's the the slowly losing of yourself to addiction 
dude, yeah, this this show is this 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 video is really interesting. It's very very very. I guess it it intrigues me because if you just watch it and don't pay attention to it, it's just freaking weird, right? If you just pop this on, somebody sends you a link, you click on it, you watch it, you're like, what the hell did I just watch? It's just weird. I think what really turns this stuff into the horror, into the, the oh my goodness, what's going on, is once you actually start looking at the um, meaning behind it, which is something that you had told me. You would talk to me about, you know, hey, here's the meaning. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I had to watch it again. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, they put so much depth into this. And it's, what, 10 minutes long, something like that? 10, 12 minutes long. Yeah. And it, there's it, so much in it. It's very short, uh, but it gets to, like, it gets to the point very quickly. It does. Uh, and like i said like like i said you can take it at face value and it's still really good and still really creepy right or you can dive into it and get the message that they're trying to pass through it and it gets exponentially better and i'm just curious star because you're the one that had this on before i saw it mm-hmm what was your thought process when you hit play? Um, so legitimately, I kind of went through the first beginning thought process that you did. I'm like, why the fuck am I watching a bear? I'm waiting for something crazy to happen. And then nothing crazy happened. It just turned into this really weird ad, which I legitimately tried to skip like four or five times. I was like, why is this not working? Yeah, it's a little skip thing. (laughs) So I'm sitting here clicking this thing. I'm like, why is it not working? And then I figured out it was actually the video that I was watching. (laughs) And went through the whole video. Um, I did actually notice that there weren't any kids in the back seat, and I did see all the empty boxes, um, which was surprising to me, just because I'm like, damn, this bitch really likes her allergy med. Um, (laughs) And then just, like, everything else that was happening throughout the video, I was just, like, in more and more awe as the whole thing went on. I was like, what on earth is going on right now? I am so confused. There is so much happening in a very short amount of time. Why is there a dude crying on his steps? Like, did she kill his kids? <laughs> I was so right, that's what I was thinking too. I was so lost. And um uh Mitz, have you watched the the unedited footage of a bear? Well, uh, I didn't. I didn't oh. on purpose oh, because I want to have the whole experience uh, before. I know that Lily will, will talk a little bit about this. And I wanted to have that experience by myself. I did watch the others. And a little bit, um, I'm a little bit junkie of, of this kind of content. And, and that's something that I, I relate a lot with Lily in this situation, which is why we get here. Um, as as Star um, said, she wanted to, and she felt the need to skip a little bit uh, of, of the content in some times because it was 
wrecking with her in, in, in part of her perception of this type of content. Um, I mean, the complete opposite. Uh, I was raised with all the curiosity in the world. Um, you at the beginning were saying that this kind of content is disturbing and disturbing has different layers, cognitive okay. layers. And in my case, for example, my mom uh, rent uh, Alien when I was quite little. I was like seven, six years old. And I remember to be fascinated about the word of aliens. And, and not, of course, it scared bejesus out of me, you know? <laughs> it mm -hmm. made its reaction. But Silence of the Lambs and stuff like that, I'm, I'm always being, um, I'm always being, I'm sorry, um, around this this type of stuff and this is something that people have been around in around it junking on this type of content since centuries ago if we remember writers like edgar Allan poe who is the the precursor and and the father of the um police uh style novel and short tales uh if we remember writers like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, and the which is the um, creator of the cosmic horror genre, and this is something that people has been always involved. I think it's something within our nature. Now, when you talk about not friendly, kid friendly situations uh, <laughs> with this content, I started like Lily. I remember when I didn't have a computer at home. Uh, I'm from Latin America, so a little economic limitations in some of us. Mm -hmm. I remember going to internet cafes and this type of, of stuff um, with my sister and renting hours <laughs> in the internet cafe and talking and reading and have you seen this? And oh, let me, uh, getting stuff and pictures in in diskettes and, and stuff like that because they were a little bit unsettling and, and websites uh, with shocking content and stuff like that. But I've, I've always been a kid that had the brain to understand what was reality, what, what was not. Right. There was some content that was above my age, my, my supposed to be consuming media age, and messed a little bit with my head in the good way. And, okay. and in the bad way, sometimes. I remember nightmares about it. I remember being scared a little bit with, when... Um, Slenderman came and stuff like that, but this type of content is not kid, teen, adult, like whoever in the, their age needs to have uh, the mental maturity to understand what is reality, what is not, it needs to, to be for people who is not gullible, you know for people who is not prone to fall into conspiracies and stuff like that, for people who are, and I'm going to talk a little bit in the clinical part, uh, in the psychological clinical part, there's people who already have conditions um, in their anatomy and, and biology that makes them hard to understand and wrap their heads about what's reality and what's not. And when you have an adult uh, kit, if it's 
mental maturity, cognitive maturity, uh, a teen that is struggling with these topics, I do recommend to not uh, encourage them to look at this. Oh, or yeah, this will definitely mess with people's heads that, that maybe exactly. aren't in the right spot or take things too literally or um, can't comprehend what's really, like, what's being shown on the screen compared to what's happening in real or life, they metaphorically. Get or they I get mean, they have like, that friend. Like, yep. you can't mention Slenderman without mentioning, unfortunately, the Slenderman murder. Yes, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Um, I remember killed another girl because they believe Slenderman required it or something. Yeah, right. with that murder, what happened is there were two, two girls. Uh, they were uh, around less than 14, like 11. And they were fans. Slenderman was coming up. Um, this was content that was available in sites like Crucifasa and stuff like that. And there's been video games. Slenderman has been something that started as an urban legend and then became like a favorite, <laughs> like a character right. favorite. And yeah, like there's, there's his girls movies now. Yeah, right, and, right. and video games. And these girls uh, took, as I said, you need to be mature enough to understand when it creeps you out and then uh, further, you do your research in a little bit, you listen stuff and hear stuff and, and see, and you understand that it's not. These girls did not have the capacity to understand that a Slenderman first do not need sacrifices <laughs> with all I've consumed about Slenderman, and then uh, the social skills of these guys, girls. And, and that's something really unfortunate. It's something that we can even dive deep into crimes committed by media influence. But um, I well, that's, that's what I think a lot of this, you know, some of this stuff can, if you want to get even deeper into it, because, you know, there are the videos that people see, like the, the you know, the, the one of a bear that we just saw, where it seems like a very, no, this is a very basic blah, 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 blah. There's a seriously deep, deep meaning to it. There's a exactly. a whole, and not just in the U.S., but around the world, of getting addicted to pharmaceutical medications and what it can actually do to your life and your family's life. And while this may seem like a weird horror thing, it's actually like a, a PSA, you know, <laughs> to go, hey, you might not understand <laughs> when they tell you don't do it, but maybe you'll understand by seeing the visual outcomes of what can happen if you do it. Um, and going with the Slenderman thing, like, there's so many, in, in, and the more that I talk with Lily, the more Lily points out that there's more that I don't, I'm not even aware of, but there's mm -hmm. so many, uh, you can call them folklore, you can call them, um, uh, I don't know what else you would call them, but um, you know, just the the stories, the the like Bigfoot. Everybody knows Bigfoot, right? So there's exactly. that that you know, hey, Bigfoot is here, blah 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 blah. Which Bigfoot's totally real, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah. you have a lot of that kind of stuff on on the internet that goes really really deep. But you can dive deep into it, of you know the the Slender Man and and a whole bunch of other things that mm -hmm. um, if you're not in the right headspace, you can. <laughs> Really, exactly. really, 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 really mess with you. But at the same time, at the same time, 
and, and I've been learning more and more. I've learned a lot from Lily. I'm just going to put that out there about the subject. Um, that there's people that are like, I dig this kind of thing because you get to search for the metaphor. You get to search for the hidden meaning. You get to search for what it really, like, um, what is it? The, there's people in this house. Is that what that other video was called? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, this this yeah. house has people in it. Yeah. Like, I, I had to, to ask you, what was that? Like, what did I just watch? And you were able to explain to me way more than I ever like, well, got out of it the first time I watched it. Okay, so like I so some 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 of these videos have like a deeper meaning. Uh-huh. Um, this house has people in it. I think there might be a deeper meaning, but it, I'm very shaky on it. Okay, okay. Um... You've all seen the video, correct? I, yeah, I have. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's basically just uh, like security footage of a house, right, with people in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just the way you put it. It's just like, a house with people in. But like, it. really creepy things are happening. Uh, yeah. Like, the daughter is laying at the very beginning of the video is just laying in the kitchen not moving i was wondering when they were going to start mentioning that there was a body laying in the kitchen yeah um and then like the parents start yelling at her to like get up and stuff and then she starts sinking into the the fucking floor yeah like physically melting into the floor Uh, yeah she dropped like (laughs) a little bit yeah that was okay there's like a running around that nobody is like watching (laughs) grandma's not grandma's not watching she's watching some (laughs) like weird ass pottery thing going on on tv um it's just like a really weird ass video and the, the kid whose birthday it was yeah like yeah. I, it, my my psychology brain started going nuts with that kid. Like the other ones, I was like, okay, you're dealing with this, you're dealing with this. That kid became my focus of that video because I was like, okay, the way he's perfecting everything, he's making his own birthday party because his parents don't seem like they really give a crap about it, right? So he's creating his own at a very young age. So like self-parenting, which children shouldn't have to do. But he's also very particular with the way he's setting everything on the table, very you know, retentive on what he's doing. He's dressed a little bit differently than everybody else in a very I'm a law professor type, you know, dress for a kid that's what eight, ten years old. Um, like yeah. instructing all the people that are coming to his birthday party, all the adults on what to do instead of the parents doing it this small child is the one that's running the entire thing and that to me just there was so much wrong with just that kid not not like wrong with him but like with what was going on with him that i had to i actually had to watch that video multiple times as well to even look at the other stuff that was going on um because i was like wow that kid's that kid's gonna be fucked later on he's already got you know serious issues because of um you know negligence and then you know when 
you've heard it so many times that like if the dad goes to war and dies that they tell the the son you're the man of the house now when he's like eight years old anybody listening don't ever do that it fucks psychologically with a a child do not tell them they're the man or the woman of the house at eight years old don't fucking do it okay they are not they're a child let them be a child but that's what I saw when I saw that kid. I was just like, someone told him he's he's got to control things, but he's like eight, ten years old. You know what I mean? Like, like let the kid just play and throw a cupcake at somebody and make a mess and draw with crayons on the wall. Get him a hose. Get him a hose. Let him yeah, play with the hose in the front yard. And make mud pies. Like instead of going to law school, which I'm pretty sure he already graduated and passed <laughs> the bar exam. Like. <laughs> I don't think he did, but I like I think he 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 got like Ted Bundy, you know, like he he learned about law, but he ended up being a really fucked up person. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> that's that's where I, I saw and, that kid going. Like you know, like when I watched that, I'm just like he's gonna have serious issues, and it's starting this young. I'm scared to see what happens when he's 19, when he's 24, when he's 35. You know, like that's because that's where my mind goes with it. But that was just one tiny bit of that video, though. That's why, like, that video is disturbing. I can see why it's considered internet horror, because well, there's... that was one little bit of it. Yes. Sorry. So, Mitz put her hand up, like, a while ago. I'm just oh, throwing sorry. my notes so she can actually talk. <laughs> sorry, I missed I'm, it. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't catch the clue. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to... I, I think I didn't... I couldn't finish a little bit of my thing. This can be totally edited, please. Um, that's something that really caught my attention. In this whole curiosity, what brought us here? Why why do people consume this type of, of content? It's it's reaction. Humans are curious by nature. That's the reason why this type of stuff tends to become a rabbit hole sometimes. And I don't know if when when you, for example, got into an sport. Any uh, sport, for example, and okay. you got curious. You saw the first match. You got curious. You want to learn more. Okay. You want to further your experience. And this type of content makes you, when you are the first time you see this uh, later on, particularly, you said I, I had to watch it many times. Right. This is something that it's made to provoke. Sometimes in a good way, um, like PSA, as you were saying, hey, this was like kind of a PSA. Or sometimes in the way of your perception around reality, as you were saying, like that looks real and a little sad. It's basically footage with people. But look at the title of the video. It's people in this house, right? Are there people in this house? Like, is it for real? What you're seeing is real footage. What you're seeing is reality. And this type of stuff makes you rub your hand in, in around the concept and see how much of your brain can, can really catch it. And that provokes the person to go further into the, into the rabbit hole, kind of. Not all the, the stuff has rabbit holes, but you want to know a little bit more or you become absolutely repulsed. So the the reaction provocation uh, aspect is in 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 it a uh, raw aspect of art. It's a I would call it a type of art. 
when Lily was talking about the production of these videos in Adult Swim, that's something really interesting to me because most of this content is freely on the internet and takes advantage of people just stumbling with it and suddenly became viral, suddenly became a trend. No, this started in main television, catching people absolutely out of their guard, right? Right, right, right. Um, then, like, I, I don't know if you noticed, but there there's some broadcast videos interruptions, weird broadcast interruptions happening live, right? That people mm -hmm. got a little bit messed up. That's something also in in available in in streaming platforms, streaming video platforms. I'm sorry, like YouTube and others. Oh yeah, the, like like the Max Headroom. Uh, yes, exactly. And <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. There, there are websites, forums, blogs, Reddit, uh, Facebook uh, pages, everything related to this, whatever people are able to grasp, to express their reaction uh, and more about the experience they have, they will do. And this is the type of, uh, of content that makes you react. You will catch some details, like in a good movie, a good movie that you really like, you've got hook on it, um, like to watch it again. And every time you watch it, you get new details. Every right. time you go watch it, right. you get new and new and new. And that keeps adding to the chain of people adding. Guys, did you notice that in the corner, doesn't this happen? You were talking, for example, about the key that nobody was noticing. Uh, Lily talked about the person, the grandma, that was watching pottery stuff. But I don't know if you guys noticed that the pottery um the pottery uh program that granny was watching was talking about an illness and how it was transmittable transmissible i'm sorry uh or you could get get the illness um because it was airborne mm -hmm. and at the beginning it became you, you can get contagious by um clay touching it with clay. So we can at the beginning think that it's a pottery uh, craft stuff, but no, granny is watching it for a reason. Then granny can be watched with uh, handcuffs. And the guy in the video talks that the best way you can clean yourself from it is with clay that comes from uh, prison uh soil you know uh ground i don't know if i grasped that well but I, that's what i perceived and oh yeah it, it it's like my theory on this video because i was i was, uh, I was going to get into the whole lynx disease it's like yeah the disease i forgot the name <laughs> um like the all this weird stuff that you're seeing going on all around you because there's a there's a website hidden within the video. If you go to the website, it talks exactly. about more of the symptoms of this Lynx disease. And it like you start realizing all these weird things happening is a result of Lynx disease. Mm -hmm. uh, melting oh. through the floor. Um, 
they don't know that they are kind of hijacked. Uh, yeah, according to like having perfect pitch is supposed to be one of the symptoms. So you see the dad, you know, singing at the top of his voice. Um, see, it's all those little details, all those little like crazy details that you got to watch this two or three times to be able at to one pick point up you one. See, at one Wait point more. you see the dad eating a pizza and then if you look closely the pizza's made out of freaking uh clay it's not mm. it's not pizza oh so i'm like while you guys are talking about it i'm looking at it and there's subtitles so i'm able to actually see all the stuff that's being said on on the television it's it's so interesting. This this definitely will be a link that we put into the description for people to check out. Um, I do recommend people to check it out, and I do yeah, this recommend is interesting. people. Oh, I do, I recommend, do recommend to watch it over and over. I do recommend if you're going to do any internet horror, watch with the the captions on, because yes. yeah, very often you're, you're going to read completely different conversations. That's what's actually going on. Hidden messages. Because hidden it's details. so subtle. Like, um, it's super subtle. One no, of my, one of my favorite. Of, I'm sorry, Lily. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, one of my favorite series is um, Daisy Brown. And it's a, it's a um, YouTube channel about this girl living alone, raising a monster that her um, dad made. Okay. And it's it's weird because and I'll I'll send you the link. I I just recently got into this one. Um Okay. But like you go into it and you can see the monster and you know it's made out of paper mache. Like it's it's not really really well done. But they do a great job of making you just be like, oh okay, no, that's that's real. Just like <laughs> okay, just like providing that that suspension of disbelief. But if you watch the series, you're only going to get to surface level with it without the captions, because in the captions is where you actually learn what's going on with her dad and um, figuring out like the backstory of like what's actually going on here. Her mother died giving birth to her. Her father hated her. Um, using science, tried to regrow her mom and created all these monsters and then just left. Oh. Uh, but, like, you, won't, you wouldn't know any of that without the captions being on. So, like... Got you. Captions are super important in all of this yes. so let that let that be known anybody that's deciding to get into this or if you've been doing it without listening with captions please do that throw the captions on because it can add a whole new spice of life to these internet like i don't like is is it technically considered internet horror is it suspense is it like is it internet horror um yeah. I, well it's it's called internet horror but I don't know if it's if horror is necessarily the correct word for it. 
because I will go, I will go with other types of words. Uh, some people call it horror because it's disturbing. It's part of the emotions that you will feel when you are horror, when you feel horror, when you watch a horror movie, because it's more uh, the mainstream uh, way to call uh, this kind of media. Even in movies, we try to use a little bit of the movies uh, uh, kind of uh, classification, right? And in this kind of content, you, I, I particularly don't see it. I see reality more horrifying than this type of situations. It is, this can be called disturbing. This can be called creepy. Sometimes I see suspense. The fact that you have to uh, go like a hound if you want to. Because as Lily said, you can watch it the first time and just say, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> or you can continue watching. Not, I'm not going to name desensitized because some of this, most of this content don't have this type of snuff or really raw um, gore imagery. But you might find uh, stuff with this, a little bit of these details. You may, you may not. But horror, I don't think it's the right word. It's suspense, disturbing, uh, a little bit of police work in, in the middle if you want to. But it's more creepy. It's eerie. Well, that would make sense with the, the, the creepy pasta origins then, you know, having to exactly. be. But... So I can I can see like I'm I'm just listening to you guys talk about it and describe it. I can I can get why people may call it horror because creepy is often mixed with with horror. But exactly. the creepy pasta, which I keep hearing you talk about, Lily, um, I I think that is very much a fitting definition or defining word. Sorry, not definition, but defining word. For... Some people might call it urban legends, also. Oh, that's isn't that what Slenderman is? Isn't Slenderman urban legend? Uh, well, I mean, you 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 look at Slenderman; it's kind of like basically the first creepy pasta, which okay. is uh, you can just look at as another urban legend. Like, it creepy pastas are what urban legends have evolved into in the digital age, if that makes sense. I will name it into the internet because yeah. in the internet, in the di digital age, we have video cassettes, documentaries. I don't know if you remember that there were a documentary called The Faces of Death. And people uh -huh. thought oh, that God. was, yes, and people thought that was real until they realized that it was a series of um, stage uh, situations. And People went to to um, how was this place called that you rented uh, movies? Um, Blockbuster. Yeah, like video stores. Yes, thank you. Blockbuster and uh, Blockbuster, and they went and and they asked for for this this documentaries, right? Because Blockbuster is not gonna sit and watch all that. They will just place it there. And you saw this disturbing uh, image of the front, right, of these videos, and 
you have to absolutely copy that stuff and <laughs> pass it through through your friends and hey guys i saw this this type of stories and creepy stories i can say creepypastas right now because they do they are creepypastas at those times they were called herba legends uh but let's think a little bit about the first time that we experienced something like this uh reality disturbing you have to wrap your hand around it you believed it at first and then you're the more you dig in or the more you listen to it your experience about what you think about this change what about the boogeyman when we all were kids and we're told that if we don't sleep early if we didn't this and that the boogeyman right oh yeah we we have all been drawn into this and and exposed to this since we were little then we grew out of this all the new boogeyman it is exactly this is basically the boogeyman in a lot of ways so it's pretty much taking what we learned as kids you know and our parents going watch out for the you know creepy monster in the woods and and putting video to it and putting a, a visualization that somebody created to it and now people flock to it because they're so used i mean i don't know i don't know about you but i don't know anybody that didn't grow up without their parents at some point or friends talking about a boogeyman you know something something bad this comes centuries ago you can see the lullabies that were into other centuries right you Uh can see in russian culture the baba yaba baba yaga i'm sorry if i'm not mistaken you can see all these people that were introduced since very little um and in the different cultures the cosmology which cosmology i'm gonna just uh explain it easy is the way you explain it could be religion mythology science the phenomenon that you are watching in nature developing right the Uh cognitive um stimuli the seasons uh for the the weather stuff like that um and everything has an explanation and that um, civilization that culture had a certain cosmology uh right now we share a lot of that basically we we have different cosmologies each person has one and this kind of content and this kind of um reaction stuff that we are exposed since very little some of it is uh beware some of it is uh learn before you experience the situation but then most of it became entertainment because some of us got mm, maybe acquired maybe we saw it shocking we saw it uh puzzling or we just said nope 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 but we definitely had a mark in our minds and the provocation the that will lead you to take a lot of actions, right? Uh, 
Pachnell's with all his psychological background. And I would mm -hmm. like to, to mark how all this content since centuries ago and from now, urban legends, creepypastas, in my age, creepypastas were the, the shit, you know? You have to pass them on. Uh, and if you go to the site creepypasta.com, that site is old. Maybe as my age, I'm 30. And and being <laughs> old. <laughs> it's not being old, but someone will say that lady, <laughs> ma'am, I'm called ma'am sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. I think I still have like, you know, uh at the age that we get we get caught in in the age that we started having this mental awake and awareness. <laughs> so in in my case I can say this is something that depending on your reaction you will notice similarities with reality that are so huge so damn huge um uh, you talked about, about the kid that was being neglected right the horror yeah right right that kid made you think in the humanity and real aspect of childhood neglect and the consequences even if all the rest of the video looked like shenanigans and and absolutely bonkers ballonery you could think and relate and attach that video to reality because of the baby there's a humanizing aspect right slenderman has a humanizing aspect Lily, you know the type of effects that Slenderman does into people. Yeah. Paranoia, depression. Uh, who doesn't have that in a in a moment of their lives? Who doesn't feel persecuted? Um, I don't know if Lily uh, can can relate to that, but oh yeah, as, as a mother. Uh, leaving your kid alone and the fear that something may happen to you or this family could have something happen with these people when they are found. This has happened in crimes, in people that die accidentally. There's a lot of correlation with reality and that's why it provokes and makes it hard to wrap your head around it if it's fiction or not. And I love it. Star, stars are hand raised. I love that. I love the hand raised feature. The hand raise is so helpful. Um, so we haven't even like touched on the fact that the baby like walked or crawled out the gate and disappeared. And just like left. Yeah. <laughs> like baby just no gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, go ahead, go ahead, please, go ahead. I I did think it was really interesting that um, it kind of almost showed that that generational like development into not caring about the kids. Like the grandmother clearly didn't care about anything that was going on around her, except for it was on the TV. Like the the parents were more concerned with what was going on with the child who was sinking into the floor, rightfully so, because you know that's terrifying. But then just completely <laughs> neglecting the other two 
kids that were in the right. house for this one situation instead of trying to figure out how to either involve them or, you know, make things better because they did not do that situation well. Um, isolate them from, from the horror that they are experiencing. Isolate them from that. Contain them. Uh, make the thing better. If you see the house, it's so poorly decorated. And this house is from people who has the budget to throw a party, right? For kids. And it's so poorly decorated. And nobody's looking at them. I think this neglect, it's not only reflected straightforward, as you can see that people is ignoring the kids, but also in little details. They don't talk about if the baby is hungry. All the hours this is happening, the kid is not fed, is not nothing. And the fact that the kids were like, fuck this shit, I'm out. I like it. <laughs> they survived. But uh, this generational. Well, I, I don't even know if that's them surviving. Like, if you think about it, because it's starting, yeah. I'm really glad that you brought this up. Because I don't even know if that's them surviving. If you if, if we want to go and, and speculate what things mean, there's a little tiny toddler that just crawled out of a fence and off into the woods. Like that kid could have just got completely lost and who knows what happened to him. The the other kid whose birthday it is started shoving all of his birthday stuff back behind his bed. And then if you notice, if you notice when they went to go get the mattress so that the, the older sister could fall from the ceiling onto the floor, they took it off the little boy's bed, but he was no longer there. Like mm -hmm. He was gone now. So the little yeah. baby is gone. The little boy whose birthday it is is gone, and they're focusing everything on their. I think they said it was a thirteen-year-old old girl. Like all the other kids were now gone. So I don't know if they, you know, did the survive thing or if they got so lost that you know it it could have been a metaphor for you know disappearing into things for the little one or the other kid just giving up and now he's he's gone, gone. You know, like it, maybe he's it, just not yeah. there anymore. It could be a metaphor for disassociation uh, and how parents sometimes are blind to certain stuff that are so evident. Oh, yeah, there's um, definitely that going on. <laughs> so we, we, can see, we can see the correlation with reality back and forth, again, happening all the time. But if we let's think that the guys survive. Do, do we remember that this uh, disease is airborne? So if granny has it, and the other family members started having symptoms that they didn't notice, how on this earth these kids might not be infected? Maybe it is something that wipes them all out. I don't know much about the disease. Did you, did you look up the, the disease itself, Lily? Yeah. Because um, you said there's like a website and stuff on it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll link that to you as well. Okay. Like, what, what is, um, is, is it something that ends in death? Is it something that, like, ties into all of this? It doesn't really end in death. Like, they, it, it doesn't seem to be, like, a lethal disease. It just seems... Seems to have, like, consequences. Like, long, really disturbing term consequences, but, like, nobody mentions it. Is yeah. because people stop caring about it because they are out of their reality? Yeah, it, it's like a disease that, like, it affects you and then you just, like, stop caring that it's affecting you because you're not noticing it. It's, mm -hmm. it's weird. 
correlation with reality, parasitic behavior. A parasite will change their host's uh, perception of their own body and reality in order to be able to continue. Yeah. Um, and what happened with the researchers of this? Maybe they got so uh, into the research and then accidentally got the disease without bodicing. And that's why we don't know any further. Because look, we don't see people manifesting way more. This is this 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 one specific video has a lot of unanswered questions. I love to munch, I love to dig, and I encourage people that are fond or would like to get a little bit less unsettled if there's a company, if there is a, a website that you can see or mention if there's a name of a medicine whatever references that you might start looking at uh the more you watch it the more you notice stuff so if you do it please go and google <laughs> go and, and look after this stuff right because in, in you can you can even think on the html code of one of the websites oh yeah there's, there's a, a lot of hidden stuff in there there's a is that what you were talking about lily that's not exactly what i'm talking about but there okay. is a uh really interesting um internet case that actually could be real it's kind of hard to tell um called the 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 what did they call it? Uh, I think it's like Salt Lake City sleeping pills or something yes. like that. Interesting. Um, and it was like a, it was just like a basic image hosting website. Um, but people like dug into the HTML code of it and it kind of ended up looking like it was a, like a, job posting for hitmen yeah and we can go into dark web in that time uh, or deep web wait, wait, did you say it was job posting or that's what it looked like it i mean do you know what a job posting for a hitman looks like no. i don't know what a job yeah. posting for a hitman looks like yeah you don't know because we don't <laughs> that, look for hitmen or do you do that you that's but people saw that HTML code and they're like, what this this looks like somebody's like trying to hire somebody to kill look, a person. Look, the things that I do at night are <laughs> stop confidential. It. <laughs> stop, stop it. Sorry, I do, I do not need a, a knock at the door with a couple of guys in black suits and your pieces, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so we heard there's a woman there that does things at night. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. So there's actually a uh, a new one, a, a new internet horror universe, I guess is what we, we could call it. Okay, uh, tell me about but, it. Um, I know that Pachi and Star and I'm pretty sure Mitzi have watched some of it. Um, 
and I know Pachi and Star both hate it. Uh, the back rooms. Oh God! Oh oh! Oh look, God! Look, okay, okay. I just before you get it's into it, before you get into it, I just I just want to say that I watched it. I watched it with my my hand over my eyes for a bunch of it. Right, going okay. Something's gonna freaking happen, and 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 something did happen, but it wasn't what you thought it was, and that I think is what messed with my head more. Was was the okay? I get why the Blair Witch Project, even though it was like the worst freaking movie of all time, I get why it made so much money and millions of people watched it. I get it. There was it was pointless in, until that moment. Like the Blair Witch Project had one moment of actual holy shit, right? And I'm getting the, the back rooms, they keep you that suspense, like you're on the edge of your seat, every nerve is on edge, the, the hairs on your arms are up, and you're like, what the hell? And, and nothing happens except for that suspense, except for like a fraction of a second, and, and that fucks with you. Like it really does. Yeah, screw that fraction of a second. I threw, <laughs> I threw your headphones at the monitor. <laughs> like, I was... Seriously. At the I just don't no. allow with headphones. None of this shit do it with headphones. <laughs> yeah, don't. headphones. Uh, oh, look at the comments for triggering situations because some people will save your life saying, guys, there's a scare jump or there's... If you want to go commando on it go ahead and put headphones and pop some pop look i didn't know okay i didn't know i was not aware that i was gonna pee my pants okay don't do if you have ptsd ptsd or something like that don't do because i have some and sometimes i got so bumped off because of these situations loud noises that come suddenly and stuff like that so beware if you want to get into this stuff be safe beware there there are some jump scares yes yes be safe check comments so, so talk to me lily so but talk take to care. Me. okay so the back rooms it's a, a new project that like the main creator on it has 12 videos on the subject and that's okay. it so yeah not 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 a ton um and they're all like within the past year or so so it's like i said a very very new project but the main concept of the back rooms is what happens when this, we're, we're all video gamers here we all understand what the term no clipping is um some for, people cannot, so maybe we can... For non-video game uh, players, it's in a game where you're able to... There's a glitch or something, and you're able to walk through a wall, and then all of a sudden, you're no longer in the level. Yes. That's basically what no clipping is. Um, the backrooms is where you end up when you no clip out of reality. Um, and I love the way they introduced it because they didn't give any preamble. They didn't tell you what's going on. It's, it gives a great explanation of why it, it gives a great explanation of why somebody has a camera on with them. 
because it opens up with what seems to be like some high school friends filming a very bad movie. And then the cameraman just kind of falls and wakes up in the back rooms, Um, which is basically like an endless drab yellow office space that goes on forever and ever and ever. So a metaphor of life once you become an adult. Got it. Like it's niece and things happen. Kinda, yeah. And um, Lily, excuse me, if I'm not mistaken with the backgrounds, this situation with the kid and the camera happens, but if I'm not mistaken, there's also one um one person that went to work, right? Their normal boring gray office. Mm-hmm. And it started to mess around with the buttons of the elevator. There was a a, a worker uh, that he kind of has a crush in it, and he wants like to make the elevator time as much as possible because it's with her <laughs> indirectly. He doesn't talk to her, but we don't know. He might find the courage or not. He didn't, and the worker just says, "You know what? Stop." Maybe she catch the drift of the of the trolling or the time that he wanted to spend more. But she just jumps and says, you know what? Get out of this freaking thingy. And she stops in the second level, if I'm not mistaken. And then the guy the closes the door closes of the elevator and the guy falls and has this glitch moment. The glitching the yes. tricks moment yes could you talk about a little bit more on that part because i saw that was my first encounter before this idea of of the podcast and everything that was my first encounter with the backgrounds Um, i I relate so much to this i've been in my office in moments that there's nobody yet because i got really early in the morning in my shift and how creepy an office looks when it's absolutely empty. Yeah, um, really this entire, the whole backrooms thing is working off of a, um, off of a concept called luminal space. Okay. Luminal space, that's the alter or the dimension, the name of the dimension, they are popping in, right? No, 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 the, the name of the, the dimension is the back rooms. Oh, okay. Um, but luminal spaces are spaces that um, are transitional spaces, such as oh, okay. um, hallways. Um, okay, door. okay. Like you're going from one place to another. Mm. In between, that's a transitional space. Makes sense. Makes um, sense with the elevator and with the kid that that. Fell uh, with the camera. Yeah, the transitional space can be the fact that he cannot control in this moment, and he's going to the ground. So that gap of time where the kid is uh, about to be in another place instead of ascending up, 
to the and floor. Where he, and where he ends up is a transitional space, which is just an endless hallway office space thing. Um, but they're also meant to produce a weird sense of nostalgia, but also creepiness. And you do get that sense out of all of these. Like, Absolutely. Like, I feel like I've been to this place before. Who haven't experienced going through a, a, a room and remember that you have to bring something that you didn't recall until you left the room? And, and people say, like, what the hell happened? That little moment, that little couple of seconds, who hasn't experienced that? We all, I think. Well, that's it. Yeah, that, that forgetfulness. But I think with this one, it's it's that, okay, uh, and, and correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, Lily, in, in correlating these two things, but if you've ever driven somewhere where you hop into your car and you're like, hey, I'm going to go to the store and your store, the store's uh, 15 minutes away mm-hmm. and you hop in the car, you remember putting the key and starting the car, turning the radio on, pulling out of your driveway or whatever, turn it onto the first street. And then the next thing you know, you're pulling into the parking lot of the store that you're in, and you do not remember the left and right turn that you took to get there. Mm-hmm. That transitional streets that you went through yes. just became this void that you're like, holy crap, wait a minute, did I actually do that? Who did I pass? Was anybody there? Was I alone? Did everybody disappear? You know, like that whole concept of of that in-between point A and point B this weird shit that happens yes and i just wanted to bring up the back room just because it has so much potential and it's so new okay but it's already gained so much traction with the creepypasta internet horror community um there's already a website set up much in the same way that the scp foundation has a site where it's a catalog of the different floors of the back rooms like what we've seen on the videos is just level zero like oh shit there's an there's wikipedias since we have wikipedias there's wikis of a lot of things right yeah before there were forums now we have wikis and wikias uh, are called wikias that maybe since English is not my my mother language. I might pronounce things a little bit weird, but wiki yes. And this has so much uh, has been built so much into people that people have developed wikias of it, and I love it because people can keep digging. Yeah. Okay, and so you, go ahead, Lily. No, and it's becoming like I said. I mentioned the SEP Foundation, which is really just a community creative writing project on a massive scale that's what this is very quickly becoming um and i'm just i'm excited to see where it goes um last time i checked there was well over 500 entries into their wikia so um and if we go with numbers each scp has a number uh to catalog it so if we go with the numbers of the SCPs, because we are not shown, well, in the Wikia, we can have the, the numbers, right? In chronological order, let's say, or numerical order. 
but some SCPs have four digits yeah, <laughs> on it. And some SCPs have a, like a, um, I forgot, like a, I don't, wait, I don't even another... know what you, what you guys mean by that. What do you mean numbers? Like, are they like episode-wise? You know, like no, this is no, no, number no. 4,300? catalog. Um, now, the SCP Foundation, that's that's a rabbit hole that we're going to have to have a completely separate episode on. <laughs> I would so, like a separate episode on each one of these things for us. So, a catalog is in, like, the Dewey Decimal System with the library, like, that sort of thing, where there's just, like, a huge file of all of these entries is that what you mean like you're you got to explain it explain it like i'm a kindergartner and i've never heard of it because i've never heard of it so i want to know more so you you know indiana jones yes uh the the recent one that which was really crappy with the shia labeouf in it um (laughs) whatever i I find so little at the very beginning and not crappy i'm sorry <laughs> at the at the very beginning when they go to that warehouse and it has like the ark of the covenant and all that stuff in it okay um and each of those boxes has a number okay that's what those numbers are referring to objects that um are being cataloged and contained and okay okay um, so each one would be like an item on a shelf yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like a folder. You will name a folder. Or since catalog, think on objects that have uh, a name or something to be identified and that you could place an order and say the number this is the one I'm looking for. I send a link. Uh, maybe uh, Patch can watch it. Um, SCP's um, series and stuff has numbers and that are for example scp number or scp dash six four six b or scp number um two uh, two hundred two uh okay so each one of these is going to come up with a different um it's the way that whoever wrote it or put it together that's how yeah. you can catalog to go see, oh, wait, I wanted to look at this one again, or how does this one relate to this one, or whatever you want to do with them. Yeah, and the SCP Foundation, that's that's a, that's a like one of the major players in the creepy positive business. Um, okay. Just because of how vast and all-consuming it is, um, you're looking, I think last time I checked, there was like, 8,000 entries. Oh, holy crap, dude. See, I didn't realize that this, like, I know you guys have said rabbit hole a few times, and I know that usually means it goes pretty deep. I didn't know it went this deep. Again, yeah, this isn't this isn't a genre that I usually go into, so of course it, it, I know very little about only, it. It's not only it's just these entries, but there's also stories written and lore and characters and an entire freaking universe that's been created uh lily i don't know if if you you are the genius in, in this part you are you are the star that guy lo- guy does sorry star you're not the only star in this podcast today i'm so sorry baby but you are our star forever okay that's, that's clear. 
<laughs> going serious. Um, what I mean is, I, I would like to introduce a little bit about what the SAP uh, goes, right? So in the website that I sent, this kind of looks like a really basic, uh, not so cute, because it looks like old uh, websites. And not even like a like a simple forum it looks really old <laughs> like really web development project of a, of a guy that it's in the middle beginning of their <laughs> of their knowledge the okay. SAP has a little click this uh and guides and stuff you know like uh index and it says guide for newcomers and new newcomers yes and SAP stands for secure contain and protect so this type of things that are contained because we cost, we talk about case files right they are cataloged as case files and SAP means secure contain and protect what are they securing containing and protecting so i will um i would like this link to be posted on on the links that Poch will add mm -hmm. because this basically explains what the heck with this and I love uh, how it explains it basically um, what is this about right what the heck am I going to if you want to dig in this so is I'll, this sort I'll... of like a, a, a guide to what the, the SCP foundation is or how to use it is that essentially how what this to... is how to understand what is going on because when you go new into something sometimes you just google it and find one of the entries and you are like what the heck did i just see i'm out and you need to understand the jam of it right how it goes so um you sometimes watch a youtube video or click on something what is the site uh what do you do with this site who came out with this stuff uh what is this right so SAP foundation basically uh stands for this and um they contain um phenomenon it could be people it could be um certain things that happen for example there are there is an SAP that is just a bottle of prescription pills and it has remaining 47 pills and what it does is that it cures uh any kind of illness recorded from cancer to mental health situations to really deadly stuff to even a cold okay and there are only 47 pills imagine if this and it's something that was found like in the counter of someone's house for example imagine if this little um container of pills was around and someone finds out that it cures so many things how nuts pharmaceutical um companies will go to have the formula of what those these pills contain so the foundation has to secure that object to keep the nature of it to keep researching about it they have to contain the object and they have to protect the population from it. So, so it's essentially the plot to Indiana Jones. 
Not like quite. the way that they take all the warehouse or all the all the crazy things yeah, that people want to get their hands on, put it in a warehouse and keep it away from the Nazis that want to you know take over the world. Say, they're not but, only keeping it in a warehouse; they're also studying. No. They are okay. researching. It's an active researching facility, and the foundation research and experiments with this in order to understand the nature of it. Right. Okay, so it isn't just holding it to go, I'm holding it and I'm keeping it from you. It's the, I'm holding it, but I'm going to dissect it and figure out how it works, what it is, so Yeah, go know. deeper. Go deeper. The, the thing is, basically, that they uh, cover all this stuff and the part of protect. Do you guys remember MK Ultra and all this stuff? Uh-huh. Hidden from... Uh, the popular knowledge uh-huh. right from the masses scp foundation does that too protect not only implies to avoid that the thing goes rampage on it example this bottle with pills prescription pills it's not going to do anything wrong to people but they have to protect the people from the knowledge that this thing exists and they have to protect people with pharmaceutical companies not knowing that this exists. They have to clean up all the mess. So think a little bit about Men in Black. I was going to say, so this is Indiana Jones slash Men in Black. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just putting it, I'm, I'm putting it for um, people that don't go into this and they watch Hollywood videos. So I'm trying to, to give people a correlation to, okay, I don't go on the internet and I don't look at internet horror, right? Those are the people I'm talking to right now. Uh, I don't go on the internet. I don't look at internet horror. I don't do any of this. So none of this makes sense to me. But I love watching movies at the movie theater and watching Netflix. So most of those people have probably seen Men in Black 1, 2, and 3, which 2 was iffy. Anyway, they've probably seen Indiana Jones, which the first one is really the only one that worked. But you've seen Men in Black. You've seen Indiana Jones. They collect it. They study it. They got to protect people from it because some people would just be dumb dumbs with it. And then they Not research Not only it. that, it might be dangerous for them. <laughs> Star? Yes. Huh? Yes. Yes, Star? Yes. Warehouse 14. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, if, if anybody's ever watched that show, yes, I freaking love that show. Whatever happened to that show anyway? It stopped. They canceled it. Uh, it's because they, they were they were on to too much. I bet you they were on to too much. They were pointing <laughs> out too much shit, and they're like, no, we got to end this. But like I said, for for SCP, we're going to need to do at least a few episodes alone about the subject just because of how deep and how massive of a project it actually is. Um, How people are being involved in this. It's amazing. It's amazing. there's, There's videos. There's a lot of things that people need. Imagine that this is an entry of a Wikipedia that it's describing an object and you have it kind of this depicts the item or how it does and what it does but people have taken it so deep that they do fun art how this SCP will look how this and that because for example there's one SCP that it seems to be the son of uh, Tulu uh, or Cthulhu what people would name it I, I name it Tulu that Cthulhu um, and 
if we remember H.P. Lovecraft depicts a little bit of Cthulhu and the, the, the society and a lot of minds just gather an idea of how it looks and continue with it and continue and continue until we now have an iconic imagery imagine of how Cthulhu should be or it can be right so people has gone this far with every SCP here okay and, wait, wait you were you were saying something I was well, intrigued sorry well, I, was also, I was also gonna say that like this this is so massive like not only is there the the wiki for the SCP which is massive already um but there's also separate wikis for um organizations that exist within that universe um yeah, wait tell me what would uh, go deeper into that please because, I, because i'm seriously intrigued in that universe it's not only the scp foundation that's looking for these anomalous objects or things or people there are okay. other groups that are wanting to use it for various reasons there's the uh the church of the broken god who believes that there's a mechanical god that can be put back together and that's what they're trying to do is gather the pieces of their broken god so they can put it back together um there's the chaos emergency there's the global occult occult coalition which is run by the un like all of these separate entities have their own websites as well with hundreds if not thousands of entries so right now there's uh, if if i'm not mistaken but the page states that are seven thousand entries seven thousand so would this go would this go like pair up with with conspiracy theory type stuff or is this strictly just um like fictional storytelling it's is basically this... fictional storytelling um but in a manner that feels like it could be real okay exactly. some okay. people might say because the nature of the foundation is we find it by like it came out to the surface but people shouldn't even know that the foundation exists that's the level of protection contained and and security that they have uh as a mission the people should not know about this but we find out so think on the cia but if there was a branch of the cia that goes so secretly that not even all the people within the cia knows it but some someone spilled the beans and now we know that there's a little part of the CIA that handles the weirdest shit on Earth and out of this Earth. So that's that's essentially uh, a little bit and, of that. And it's 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 so okay. And I'm trying to piece this together, right? And mind you, this is coming from a brain that does not get into this sort of stuff. So I'm trying to relate it to things that that I have gotten into. It would be something along the lines of the way um, a TV show or a plot like um, Mar the Shield, Marvel Shield. You know, where it's, it's you have yes. 
agents of shield that go and they they do all this stuff and they find all these weird anomalies that nobody should know about and nobody really knows who shield is that's just secret as fuck and that's how they do it so th- it sounds like to me that this is a uh, this is a organization type setting where they go and they look for this stuff they find it they do what they have to do with it to be able to keep everybody safe or keep things contained um and that makes for great like entertainment it makes for great rabbit holing <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> i i really like the way that this is put together because it's something that i've never really gotten into so it's interesting that i think it may shy people away when it's dubbed as internet horror because people like me that don't like horror would would shy away from this but putting it as like a warehouse 13 putting it as a you know like keep things secret but it's all these interesting intricate things like now i'm super interested now i I totally want to go check this i mean i mean there are scary um scps there's okay the very first scp ever created is a statue that constantly leaks blood and um fecal matter okay Put it politely. It says blocked. But it also needs to be um, observed 24-7. Okay. Not even blinking, because if you do, it will suddenly come to life and snap your neck. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> if you, if actually, I will send the link of, of, of it. And I don't know if I'm gonna look at that one, but okay. It, uh, no, it's really <laughs> like if you think on it, you say, "Oh my God, this is so disturbing." How do people handle this? That's the science. That's the magic of the foundation. They have find a way. But yeah, even that's with- why I'm saying I might not look at it because I am. We we, we already established this at the beginning. The scientific <laughs> name for me is chicken shit. Okay, that is the yeah. scientific name. So if there's something where it's like, "Yeah, stare at this. If you blink, you're dead." I'm not putting it on because I blink. All right, my eyes dry out. Um, I watched. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example. You know the movie The Ring. You remember that movie that came out what 25, 30 years ago, whatever The Ring, right? Or 20, yes. 27, 20 years ago. So I didn't totally know what it was. I knew it was a horror movie. The person I was with was like, "Let's watch a horror movie." So I popped in the DVD, right? Popped in the DVD, and I went and looked at the extras real quick, and I saw this thing in the extras, and it was just like don't watch this. And I was like, okay, what's this? So I put it on and it was some weird video. Like someone filmed like a YouTube type video. It's just really weird. And then I watch it and I'm like, that was, that was pretty stupid. What the hell? And I started watching the actual movie. And the first thing they say in the 15 minutes is, yeah, the people that watch this movie, they end up dying. Whoever watches this clip, you know, whoever watches this little video, those are the people that always die. And I'm like, Fuck, I just watched that stupid movie. I turned the DVD off and brought it back to Blockbuster. I was like, no, hell no. I'm not dying tonight. I gotta go. So like, when I say chicken shit is my name, I literally turned that off, drove back to the video store and said, no, thank you. Okay. The, the nice thing is that since this is portrayed um, in a wiki format, right? You... Is it video or reading? It's, it's reading. Mostly. Oh shit! I did, oh, okay. I thought these were all videos. So this is all no, reading. no, no, no. Go watch and check the check a little bit the the the. I, I started a chat, and you can see the website that um that uh, that it is right. Yeah. And, and it says basically this is a this is a subject this and this and this. For example, I'm I'm watching the SCP uh, right now. The SCP zero 
five six. Uh, the subject it is to be guarded by a minimum of times, with shifting changes every few hours. Each guard is to be armed with non-lethal tranquilizer pistols loaded with none less than 1,500, like 1,500 microliters of uh, cyclopyrolin, cyclopyrolonin, I'm sorry, tranquilizer, any irregulation, irregularities in personnel and staff developed by extended exposure to the SCP-056 will result in psychological examination and relocation to the site. Then the subject is to be allowed to access to any object it desires, stuff like that. So you won't get a freaking jump scare. Yeah, there, well, there's no jump scares in this. There's Unless... nothing. There's nothing. But there are entries like like the guards that are watching the the situation or tapes that are being recorded so in the wiki they post the the things for example in this scp there's a tape uh and they gather the the recollection of the tape and they describe it so agent hey listen up whatever you're you you are you're under arrest for murder and the scp says no go away clinging noises Agent has drawn his weapon. Agent, you need to come with us right now. SCP, I don't want to do that. You little, you little, no, you stupid little man. Expression of surprise, presumably from onlookers. Agent, what the fuck? It looks like a... And then brackets, data explodes. Gunshots and screams. Tape ends. This type oh, of stuff that you look and you, and you picture and you say, what? A lot of this is is written up in a way that looks very official that it's like it's like a website that we're not supposed to have access to that okay. is like an inter-organization website that hey I need information on this subject you can pull up and it'll say this is how we contain it this is the special procedures for it this is a brief description of it. This is any additional information that we have on it. Um, in a very, very official way that makes it very believable. Um, and then often you're going to see places where it just says redacted on things. Like you would see in a, you know. Right, right. I'm looking at, I'm looking at, I'm looking at one, all right, the SCP Foundation, right? I'm looking at it, it's SCP-001, and it just straight oh. up says, in order to prevent knowledge of SCP-001 from being leaked, several no-false SCP-001 files have been created alongside the true file and files. All files concerning the nature of it, including the decoys, are protected by a mimic, mimetic, Mimetic, mimetic kill agent designed to immediately cause cardiac arrest in any non-authorized personnel attempting to access mm -hmm. the file. Revealing the true nature of it to the general public is cause for execution except for required under, and then it's redacted. And then a big warning, 
Any non-authorized personnel accessing this file will be immediately terminated through Berryman Langford Mimetic Kill Agent. Scrolling down without proper mimetic inoculation will result in immediate cardiac arrest followed by death. You have been warned. And I'm like, what? what? Fuck you. I'm not, I'm doing it anyway, but I'm not doing shit. But look at, for example, the the other link that I sent, SAP Wiki uh, Frequent Ask Questions. One of the things that says is, uh, like, um, is SAP real? Uh, if Will I die if I scroll down and read the SAP 001? <laughs> it's exactly with the one that you came with. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can see that it says the memetic hazards are just random vectors. The security warnings are just to tell the reader how much the foundation thinks these things are supposed or are important and scary. Likewise, you'll be perfectly fine reading the SCP-001 uh, or the 2000, right? Uh, this is true for all SCPs like this. You are supposed to read everything. These are works of fiction. They can't hurt you. But is that suspense? But it really puts you into the mindset of, I'm not supposed to be looking at this. Right. Exactly. And it mentions also about the universe. Um, what 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 are the classifications of, of the of the creatures? Because that are since they are contained, the level of contention is the classification of the item. So there are classes like Peter, uh there are classes like um Elusi, eh, sorry, Euclid, Euclid, Keter, Safe, um, stuff like that. So those are stuff that you say, oh my god, this SP is a is a keter. What is this? Or is it safe? But look at all these things that does. I think it's this, this leads into uh, the nosiness of people. Exactly. Like they and... built it for all nosy people to go, hey, don't go in here. It's available for you to look at, but you shouldn't look at it. It's kind Reverse of genius psychology. If you think about it. Yeah, it's Reverse kind of genius. psychology. Some people I don't like do that. it and they go. And, the, and this is basically the whole aspect and the whole culture of internet horror. Not all the people is going to like it at first. Not all the people is going to go through it. The name of it makes you think that you should run and nope straight down the opposite way of whatever uh, you are pointed out in the screen. <laughs> but there are some of us who are, um, maybe Lily and I can identify so much into it, and that's why we're here. Um, I, I do have to say, I do have to say, I'm looking at this website, right? I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at these things that are set up like files that you're not supposed to look like, you, you know, you're not supposed to, but you know how when you're, I don't know if any of you have ever gone to a perfume or cologne shop, right? Where you smell <laughs> like one or two perfumes and then you smell coffee beans to, to sort of reset your senses so that you can continue mm -hmm. smelling the different scents. So I'm looking at these and, and I just, this is, this is. I might see this differently than other people do, but 
I'm scrolling through and it's all serious, like, oh, this is happening, this is happening, be careful, you're going to die, you're going to, you know, so it's very technical, serious looking, you know, setup. And then at the bottom, I'm looking at um, an ad for Samsung Galaxy Bud Pro Bluetooth headphones. I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. This is not a serious fucking website to where they're actually going to die and they have secret documents. Or if, or if it is, they're a genius to have advertisements on it. But like, there was another That's one that had for like a mattress company. And I'm like, it's sort of like that 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 cleansing of my brain to go, okay, you went pretty deep into a rabbit hole, but you're okay. Everything's all right. Go ahead and keep going. <laughs> all this lore, all this lore is basically um, there's there's a taste for each people. Everybody has their own thing with this. Whatever floats your boat, like let's say on this. But this type of content in internet horror is something that you can feel safe looking after. That's the reason why at the beginning I said this content even the most um innocent looking like right can be non-friendly for all people with without age gap because it it's and perception some people can be super scared and some other people can be into it because we kind of are nerds of it um i do like a lot of uh for example real crime uh situation uh, so i don't feel so sensitive about stuff but it's not because i got desensitized it is because since i was little i have this this curiosity and you can feel free to enter into any of this that we are mentioning but do it and don't feel any harm Take it with a grain of salt and and do it with the lure of it. It should feel real. It should provoke you. But if it's scary for you, just, just leave it there. Go to another thing. But there's no... I haven't found one single thing about internet horror that hasn't picked up people. That one person says, oh, no, I hate all of this. No. Every person I've met likes at least one of these internet horror topics. So, Lily? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly intrigued. Um, now, that, now that we've realized that this isn't just, you know, scary jump scare shit, um, that there's a whole deeper depth to it. Um, what is your recommendation for people to do? Like, just just say on the SCP website. Um, really, on the SCP website, the best thing to do is just jump on there and pick a random number between one and seven, eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what I would say is go, go through for new users, and then you can see that there's the SCP by series. Like Pokemon has generations, SCPs too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's one through 1,000, two through two, or... Yeah, it says like uh, series, yeah. series first, then INT, 
E N J. So literally, go. you would just go no. random. Just, yeah, just you would. I would just say, go random. Um, is it because yeah. there's no rhyme or reason, like in in an order of date and time? It's just things. There very much is no rhyme and reason or date and time. Um, okay. The the original SCP one seven three, you would think would be SCP zero one. But it's not. It's one seven three because that's. Oh shit! That's why I went to zero one. Is because I thought that's where the beginning was. No, there it is. So no, there is no defined beginning or end. Um, oh. No, okay. the first thing, the first thing, or the first mention, or the first writing article about what was an SCP is the one seven seven three. But you can go chronologically, like go from one to two to seven thousand right but i will so, advise go for new users to understand certain lingo or stuff that you are looking at like you thought you said what is this how i pronounce this yeah go well, and do it there are some glossary don't read it all all the glossary and all that stuff so you don't get a little bit how can i say um spoiler alerts or stuff go and look into the word that you are not understanding some classification or something go look at it and then go back to what you're reading uh but just for you to understand how it goes go to new users a little bit of facts and then jump in yeah Talk just dive in just hit so is that is that what you did Lily? um the way i found it i stumbled upon i think it was a um youtube video and watched that and it was just somebody basically reading one of these entries and i was like got very intrigued by it looked up the website and then that was i don't know eight years ago oh crap okay how long has this been around forever so, since 2007 it's oh, as far as i know geez okay so for a hot minute yeah so these, okay so, so yeah the scp foundation like i said it's such a giant project we're gonna have to have not only a separate episode but probably separate episodes plural well, I mean, it, it, with it being this big, it sounds like it wouldn't be as much just something about SCP, but about each individual case. So if we wanted to talk about we're going to generically go Slenderman and Candyman, we would have an episode about Slenderman and Candyman, where SCP sounds like it's a Trevor treasure trove, treasure trove of fun topics to sit and discuss in um be intrigued of and and get to know and everything else there's no way to dig in to internet horror in just one thing basically this podcast has been something introductory and and yeah i mean to be honest amazing to be honest i've been pulling back on the amount of stuff that i've been putting into this specific episode because there's just so much to talk about. Well, don't hold back. Come on now, talk about no, no, it. No, 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 no. If I if I continue talking about this, we'd be here all day, and I have a date. So, 
I will say that we can have <laughs> continuous hours of maybe a month without breaks in PP room, uh, eating, just talking about it. And we will just scratch the first layer of the iceberg in this. Well, then, that's I why there's a little bit for everyone in this. I think that that's, that's why this is, this is a good, it, it, just like you said, this is a good in introductory. It, it opened my eyes to a different, a different, um, like I said, when you use certain words, people associate, right? So if you're like, um, you know, this is action, but there's not a whole lot of action. There's maybe a little bit, people may avoid it because they don't like action movies. If this is a drama, but it's a different kind of drama, people might not like drama, so they don't watch and they miss out on a good movie. This being internet horror, I'm like, well, I want nothing to do with it because I'm chicken shit. So I've missed out on a lot of this different stuff, which is actually very intriguing when it's, you know, different it can go from conspiracy to you know a, a fictional thing written about something crazy enough that people start believing or just having these different file systems set up that people are like i'm not supposed to read this but damn it i'm nosy as hell and i want to read all of it so like <laughs> it's really interesting putting all this together um i think this is a great introductory to it because we went and we looked at some videos we looked at some odd things to show hey there's a much, much deeper um, um, uh, meaning to a lot of stuff that people put out there. There's a much deeper than just, okay, I'm going to scare you, to there's a whole lot of, of um, you know, stuff about illnesses or medications or addictions or, you know, mental awareness or whatever it is that, it, you know, is going on. So I think that at the beginning of this was, was a great, like, um, uh, base to start from to go okay there's a lot more that goes into this stuff than you initially may think so let's get a little bit deeper into it so this being an introductory to that world um being an introductory to knowing that it's not just about scaring the crap out of you but it's 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 a, like a psychological thriller um more so than like a slasher when it comes to the horror of it um i think is freaking fantastic um, because it, it can open people's eyes up to something they may not have got into that they've been looking for, if that makes sense. Yes, actually, that's that's the deal. Um, I see all this. Not all people are into art, but most people can relate to a little bit of it. And this type of content is something that you develop a taste it's an acquired taste and as you said it might sound weird at the beginning but you will love it at the end and it's like tv series you're into tv series or not you are into books or not you are into poetry or not but you will find a little bit in your life and you can never say, I didn't see this in my whole life unless you live in the core of the of the earth or you live under the deepest rock in Mordor, you know? Right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's so much in this. And as excuse me if I go back to this, having a little chapter uh, talking about SCPs, about creepypastas, about urban legends. It's something that can make us share what's our experience or our collective experience, 
uh, individual also, but I would like to make a, a little disclaimer here. This is not conspiracy theories. People can develop that, but conspiracy theories are a whole genre that is aside. Uh, this, some people can try to tie up or some of this horror content, for example, the SCPs, can sound like a conspiracy theory, but it's not. It's not at all. And this content should not be classified within the genre of conspiracy theories, in my humble opinion. Some people will, but it's well, not. I, and I think that I think that depends on, you know, if, if somebody loves conspiracy theories, let's just say they love them, then this is a way that they can tie in their love for conspiracy theories with their newfound enjoyment in these, you know, secret classified documents. Um, you can not relate. That it, it, it will actually turn into a religion, and people will go out and start wars about it. But you it just becomes it. that that it hey, is it it is it is the the Bigfoot. There's a story about it, and I believe it. Which again, Bigfoot is real. But like all these other different things that people will read and go, but it could be. It very well could be. And I, I, I think that's the fun of, of fiction. That's the fun of creating. That's the fun of, of making stuff up is you have to make it somewhat like there's a hint of that could be real. And exactly. that's what this looks like is that they've made it to where it, someone can go, this could be real. And that's what I mean when I go into the conspiracy theory side of it, people that enjoy that. If you don't enjoy conspiracy theories, then you're probably not going to put those two together in the first place, you know, because mm -hmm. that's not something that you're into. Um, but, you know, just yes, looking not, at it I'm from my end, I think it's a lot of fun. Exactly, I'm not into this. Conspiracy theories uh, stuff, I have read some of them, but I don't like it because See, I don't have my that's what i mean is your preference thingy. like you don't like them so you're like no this isn't going to be it but people that do like them are like oh my goodness i can totally see this so it's exactly. that becomes preference you know like going if you read this it's not well eh, that's not totally right because it's not your preference and that's cool and that's what i think going into these is beautiful like everybody that has a different preference can go into these and take something out of it that's what i'm seeing is you know, there's the nosiness that can go into it, or the, ooh, this might be a thing that happens with the statue that will kill you, or, you know, like all these different aspects of the 17 billion entries that are put into here. You can pretty much get any personality to read these and pull something different out of it. So it's kind of it's kind of genius, the more I'm thinking about it. It's everything relatable, and the beautiful thing that I want people to think with all these internet horror stuff, the things that make you feel that it's real, that it's hard to wrap your brain about reality that it's going on, that this is an alternative universe or stuff like that, is the effort on the people or group that created this content into make it, making it feel like it's real. It's so relatable in some ways or so disturbing that you immediately feel the need to put your shoes or, or you put the, the stay on the shoes of the person that it's going through the story or or if you were there what would you do that's a, uh something that requires art it's an art to make people believe oh yeah it's a writing art that's, oh, that's exactly. absolutely storytelling art um Maybe like like an urban kind of art but this type of horror media has come from a lot 
a long, mm-hmm. a long time ago. And take it like that. Take it like, like a little bit of art. What were, what were you seeing about the art, Lily? Yeah, this is completely an art. I mean, even you go from writing to filmography to um, drawing a, a freaking SCP. Like, I, some oh, of the yeah. art I've seen on that is just a beautiful and amazing. But also, you look back on the first SCP, that statue that will snap your neck. Right. Um, the friendly one. It was actually an art project by an artist, and somebody snapped a picture of it and um, created this whole backstory to it. Okay, that's kind of cool. See the the creativeness. I love that creativeness. That's a that's a beautiful thing. It's well, so I, it's I so that, um, stimulating. Right, and that's what I think. I think I think. When I say that anybody that reads this, every different personality is probably going to be able to pull something out of this. Um, the the creative side, the investigative side, the nosy side, whatever it is, is going to be able to pull something out of this. So I think it's really neat. Hopefully, you know, more people hear about this that that didn't realize that it wasn't, you know, just about scary horror, I'm going to eat your soul, which some of it may be, but not all of it is. Um, and that there's a little bit of something in here for just about everyone. But I, I think that this is a great, um, where we're at right now with this is a great introduction to the, the whether we call it uh, internet horror, whether we call it internet suspense, internet, uh, the artistry, whatever it is that we want to call it. Um, I think this is a, a great uh, a gateway, a great opening of people's eyes to what's really out there that may be intriguing, that isn't just scary in the sense of monsters, but um it, it it makes your brain think and it, it boggles the mind so i'm kind of i'm stoked that everybody was here to be able to sit and talk about this stuff um i appreciate you guys all coming in thank and talking you. about all this stuff it was a yeah. lot of fun uh, i think that you. this this would be a great like especially with the scp thing i think this is a great place to wrap it up because i can see that the more i look into this the more i talk to both of you that this is like a 427 hour long recording of going into every single little bit of this that um it is is i don't know if anybody would listen to a 427 hour podcast so we're gonna have to do them little by little um so i just want to thank mincy thank you for being here i do appreciate you you hopping on halfway across the world and and okay not halfway across the world but but far away um, and, and sitting in with us and talking and uh, both Star and Lily, I appreciate you both in my time zone of hanging out and talking thank to you. me. <laughs> no, thank you. This is so amazing. I feel, I feel, I felt so shy at the beginning and at the same time I felt so, oh my God, this is not happening. Like a little <laughs> fanger. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> It's fun. It's just a matter of fun. It's friends hanging out, exactly. chatting around the table. You know, just, I, just I love it. Fun. I love to have this connection with the community. First of all, I would like to to um, say thanks and and my gratitude to to Star uh, for rooting for all this, to Lily for <laughs> pulling out this and adding the beauty of it and guys, let's do this, and touch you for not only uh, gathering these uh, amazing people that we all feel magnetic, uh, we, we all feel attracted to 
projects and art projects and content projects. And Lily, I, I want to thank you actually for the way you want to prepare DOS for this um, podcast because you just throw a little samples like ice cream spoons of try this, try this, and try this other. Who doesn't like ice cream spoons for tryouts in an ice cream shop? Who doesn't? We all jump on it. And the thing is, thank you very much for pulling this together because different people have different experiences like Poch the first time that he saw some stuff uh star he did too you and me who had different experiences into this and we all coming in together for this i i really want to thank you for that and uh, Poch for the space yeah, it's good times and good time. it's lovely i i felt amazing talking about this and and i'm really grateful as just a viewer, <laughs> let's say, of touch content on Twitch. Um, I, I I'm really feel really grateful for this and, and thank you for well, I'm, I'm glad you were I'm glad you were here. I'm glad Lily, thank you for being here, Star. Thank you for being here. Like it's just a matter of, of pulling together really good people to have fun hanging out and talking. And that's thank the beauty of this. It's just hanging out and talking. And so uh with that I'd just like to say thank you, everyone, for being here. This was uh, yet another episode of the podcast yet to be named. And we will be back again and again and again. And uh, did I mention again? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. You might have forgotten about again. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, we will be back yeah. again. So uh, everybody, you forgot about again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I cannot believe I forgot that. You guys, thank you for reminding me. Oh, you guys, again. No, again. Uh, not only that. <laughs> Even until people, some people might get jaded of listening to this. I don't care. I will do it again and again and again and again. And <laughs> again. again. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're doing it again. Okay, you guys, thank you so much. I'll talk to you all later. Okay, bye-bye. 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 Love bye. you. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to a podcast yet to be named. We appreciate your time and hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed talking. We look forward to having you again for our next episode. And don't forget to follow Potchfad on Twitch. <laughs>